Welcome back to the Russ and Randy podcast, everybody, for tips in 10. We'll try to keep it less than, excuse me, we'll try to keep it fewer than 10 minutes today, but that's practical tips in fewer than 10 minutes to brand and market your practice or hospital. And we've got a topic today that Randy and I have touched on several times over the last year, but haven't really gone in depth into. And we wanted to introduce a little bit more detail about a tool that you can use to help produce content. And what would that be, Randy? Well, it's content curation. You know, the challenge of being successful on the internet is coming up with useful, valuable content. And as Russ said, this is a method by which you can provide value to your, your readers and followers, and that is to cu- curate. Another word might be editorialize. I'm jumping ahead, but, but to curate news and events in your specific niche that may be apropos to your audience. Yeah. And what you're after is really helping your readers, you know, help your audience out because they're faced with so much information. And let me correct that. It's so much misinformation. You know, I estimate that 50% of so-called health information on the internet is clickbait. It's not there to educate your patients. It's there to drive traffic for pay-per-click, to sell products. It's not there to educate them, help them out. You know, they're faced with the proverbial fire hose of misinformation. So do what a great gallery curator does or a museum curator does and collect the good stuff, filter out the bad stuff, organize it for your readers and share it. With your opinions or 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 your analysis even, and that will hit a home run. Always. Yeah, because that's really the value you add for your readers, for your patients. You're adding your expertise. So comment on it, editorialize, place it in context, and share it. But I agree with Randy. That's key. That's absolutely essential to add value. You know, for the older generation, that includes Russ and myself, you know, 60 Minutes used to have Andy Rooney. And why was Andy Rooney so popular? Well, he was a little quirky, But he always had ideas that seemed to create or provoke thought, and you actually valued his opinion. Walter Cronkite was another great curator, and you would you would he would sneak in his opinion. And there are many, many others. And all Russ and I are saying is that content curation can be great. This new fad medicine A is is great, and this is these are the reasons. So you're just arming your readers for giving them ways to think about news topics and you are guiding them or leading them um, by the hand. So let's quickly, let me quickly review um, the benefit when you curate content for your readers. So the first is you provide them with a single place to find trustworthy health information. You're gathering the good stuff and filtering out the garbage and you're saving them time that they'd otherwise waste on finding and reading that stuff and potentially ending up confused. And making it more likely that people are going to share what you have to say. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a benefit for you. And, you know, most importantly, again, you put the collected content that affects their healthcare in context. You provide commentary and you summarize it for them. So, in other words, you find, collect, organize, and share the best content that's relevant to your audience. Sounds good. So, the one example I always use for every single thing we talk about That is, placing things above the fold, using a call to action, everything you could possibly do for your website. The one example I always use is the Cleveland Clinic. 
And in this context, it's the Cleveland Clinic Health blog called Cleveland Clinic Health Essentials. And they do a fabulous job of this. For example, I was just looking at it. And if you have an interest in diabetes, you can do a search on diabetes on their blog and articles will pop up and there'll be very brief commentary on the latest diabetes treatment from either NIH or CDC or what have you. So they do a great job and we're not talking long form. You know, this is fairly easy for you. You don't have to write a lot. You know, we usually talk about articles being at least three or 500 words. And, you know, I'm eh, pretty wordy. I write thousand words per article. I noticed most of their curated content is a hundred words or less with a link to the original source and bam, they're done and they've added value. Well, I think that, you know, you can also, if you're, if you're stuck on length of your article, you know, you may summarize the new, what the new treatment is. And at the end, add your two cents. Perfect. In the times that I've curated, there were a time, there was a time when I wrote for an ophthalmology news blog. And that's what I would do is I would get the outstanding article, put a link to the original source. I would summarize the article and then I would add basically my opinion. And I actually subtitled it. What does this mean? Yeah, perfect. And that's best practices. That's exactly what our listeners should be doing. And it's a great way to fulfill your need to come up with content. So a couple of best practices. My opinion is don't automate your content curation. Go and actually manual review and collect that content that you reference and quote and comment on. Another one is draw from a variety of sources. You'll see an occasional blog out there that basically just curates from one or two sources. You really don't want to do that. And you never, ever quote an entire article in yours. If anything, a short excerpt. Always link back to the original. Use your own title just as Randy had when he was doing this, and use your own images. What kinds of automation tools are out there, just for completion? You know, six or seven years ago, there were many when content curation really became a, um, a craze. That industry has had a real shakeup, and there's only a couple tools that still remain that are really, I think, approachable for our listeners. But would they just gather information and rewrite it for you? That's where I get confused. Um, you would have a single page that was yours, a website page, and they would gather information on topics that you had expressed an interest in and simply put up an excerpt with a, a link to the original. So there would be Dr. Randall Wong's ophthalmology retina surgery page and every article that had been published in the last week on anything to do with ophthalmology would appear there with a short excerpt and a link to the original. And that's it. Nothing fancy. But totally automated. And you would copy that and put it on your own blog or just link to it? You would have a link to your own blog. Huh. Yeah. And there, were, there are still a couple plugins for WordPress sites that will do exactly that and feed them to your blog posts. They'll actually add posts, but I wouldn't do that. I think both of us are in agreement that you should probably personalize it as much as possible because if you're able to personalize it, if I'm able to personalize it and add my two cents as the specialist, that's a heck of a lot more value to your readers than having some, either a machine or some non-health provider Agreed. writing an excerpt for you. Yeah, absolutely. Note that when you do this, when you write these quick articles and you curate content, you link back to the original source, you bring that to your reader's attention, you have a, you have a blog article, 
Be certain that you also have set up the RSS feed so that the subscribers to your site receive notice that you've published this article. Keep them informed in that way too. And we've, we've discussed how to do that in previous episodes. Anything else you want to add? I just want to thank everybody for coming, listening, sharing, downloading, and hopefully reviewing. Follow us on Libsyn, Stitcher, iTunes, and ReachMD. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We sincerely hope that these sessions will help you to better connect with your patients. Our goal is to get you into the digital world and to get you found. Please leave a review of this podcast on iTunes, five stars, of course, and visit us at russandrandy.com for more how-to details. See you there, and until then, keep chilling.